Before we wrap up for the working week here on The Muster, catching up with Mark Kelly, uh, executive producer for the Country Sport Breakfast on Gold. Good afternoon, mate. How's things? Yeah, good, Andy. Good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, going pretty good. Uh, kind of salivating at uh, the prospect of sport on this weekend. There's a bit going on. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a funny one. We've got cricket, we've got rugby union, rugby league, and Formula One. It's all happening. We've got all the sporting food groups covered, really. Let's start with the cricket. We've got this uh, T20 and ODI series of India mere four or five days after we got knocked out of the last tournament finished. Is it a case of just the cash cow that is T20 cricket, or it's India and we just have to bow down and we take what we can get? Oh, it's a bit of both. It's a funny one looking at when the first ball is being bowled on each of these games at 7.30. So Friday night, or tonight in Wellington, 7.30, and then Sunday at the Bay Oval in Tauranga. 7.30 again on a Sunday night, school night, work night. It's just ridiculous. It's it's all for Indian um, for the fans there, so it works out that they can get up and watch some games. But, yeah, it, it is odd. Um, it was the exact same thing last year when the World Cup finished. Um, we actually played India in India about four or five days after for a T20 series. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, we always want cricket, especially in New Zealand, because we're not going to... It's a bit of a funny summer. We don't really get going until the middle of January, so... Figures can't be choosers, though, Andy. At least it's cricket on the TV screen. Um, and we haven't got a Boxing Day test this year either. We've got to be touring Pakistan. So hopefully this tour through Pakistan actually comes to fruition, realising last time we were over there we had to come home. But England's due to go over there shortly as well. So that might be a bit of a litmus test. But I think Australia show that you can go to Pakistan and actually go through there OK. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, all those worries have sort of been... Oh, gone now, but yeah, and then talking about cricket, England and Australia, they played a first of three ODIs last night, so yeah. it's not just New Zealand and India and Aussie and England, I, I saw Moen Ali throughout the week was, he was saying to the members of the media over there how ridiculous this is, we've just finished the T20 World Cup, let us go rest, sort of thing, but no, straight back into it. Rugby League, the World Cup finals happening this weekend, we've got uh, New Zealand-Australia in the women's game and in the men's game, we've got Samoa against Aussie, how do you think these will unfold? Yeah, these are going to be great games. 2.15 on Sunday morning, the Kiwi Ferns are playing Australia in that final. Um, I believe in the Kiwi Ferns. We, we lost to Australia in pool play 10-8 in a, in a game that we probably should have won. Um, and then we kind of had the the luck of the draw to face a pretty decent England team in the semi-final and, and, and just another battle, sort of. We won that 20 points to 6, but Australia played Papua New Guinea in the semi-final and I think they won 90-0. It was it was like a cricket score in rugby league, which you don't often see. So I think the Kiwi Ferns they they, they win um, on Sunday morning at Old Trafford. That will be a, a special occasion for the ladies on that side. And then yeah, Kangaroo Samoa um, Samoa heading into the tournament were odds-on favourites along with Australia, but they got destroyed in that first game, sixty points to six against England. But since then they they got through pool play. They upset Tonga twenty eighteen in, in the quarterfinals, and then. A golden point thriller at the semis to knock out the home side, 27-26. And I, I, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I haven't, I haven't bought a flag or anything, Andy, but I think Samoa are going to do it. I think they, they will upset the league world and, and bring home a trophy to, to Samoa. But the way that South Auckland and parts of Australia, South Brisbane as well, um, a lot of Samoan expats living there now. Um, have you seen it up there at all? Have you seen the flags on the cars hooning around? A la uh, 2011 World Cup, Rugby World Cup with Tonga? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, 
It was almost, it's probably been more than that, just because you're seeing Tongan flags when they were still in the tournament. You're also seeing Samoan flags, and and there's actually going to be a bit of a parade down Queen Street tomorrow afternoon, sort of celebrate, um, celebrating the the Samoan fans and them making that final. So, yeah, and, and there's there's news on the news because there's been news um, throughout the morning that you actually can't buy a, a Samoan flag in Auckland. Uh, those sort of knickknack shops are all sold out. And, of course, you're at that final last weekend. We'll touch on that. Seems like a lifetime ago now. We look forward to this weekend. Um, I'm pretty, I'd say you're pretty happy you bought those tickets when you did. Yeah, no, I, I got it just before the um, the tournament started. I was like humming and harring, but I was like, nah, bugger it. I've never been to a World Cup final, so I, I trotted along with my partner, and it was, yeah, it, it was worth the $25 or whatever we paid for the tickets. It was, um, it was a pretty special evening, and... I thought it sort of summed up it when the final whistle went. We won, and we were all celebrating, hugging your next door neighbour and whatnot. But then not a not a fan left. We everybody waited till the um, till Rohe de Mont sort of held that trophy a lot, and we were world champions. And anybody trotted to the train stations and whatnot. But it was just a great feeling that everybody stuck around that sort of extra fifteen twenty minutes just to see the trophy held aloft. What was the one thing the men's game can take from what you've seen over this rugby world cup tournament? Oh, the games are so different. Uh, like, the biggest thing that I, I found was, they, especially the Blackburn side, they just don't kick the ball. New Zealand, we, we love kicking the ball, be it bombs, be it for territory, be it for just even just chips and chases. It was, at some moments, I was pulling my hair out on Saturday night when we were running it out, trying to score a try from 90 metres out when you could have sort of found touch or something like that. But it's just such a fast pace. To, it's... And also with the scrums, I think there was probably you could probably count how many scrums were set on one hand and for that test. And yeah, it's just a fast, fast game. I don't know if that's more of the sort of our background in sevens. How there was a half a dozen of those ladies were in the yeah, all Blacks, uh, the Blackburn sure. sevens team, and and it probably wasn't the same for the English Rose team. They they were they've really been focusing on that fifteen side since they since 2019, and they all went professional. But yeah, it's just the speed of the game. It was. It was, a, it was a great atmosphere as well. It was just a great night out. Just finally, mate, thanks for joining us on your Friday afternoon. Um, All Blacks, last game of the year. Would you call this season defining if, to beat England? Oh, no, nah, I think the season's already been defined as a bit of a, a bit of a loss. It's been disappointing with that, that home series loss to, to Ireland. We lost to Argentina for the first time at home. You can, you can kind of take a, a loss to South Africa and South Africa on the chin, but... Um, Wales, we got away with, well, we sort of scored points late in that game to flatter us on the scoreboard, and then we made life very, life hard for us last week against Scotland. So, no, win or lose, I, I think it's still been a pretty disappointing year for the for the All Blacks, um, yeah, definitely. But it's great to see sort of Geordie Barrett, he's getting another shot at 12. Yeah. Um, I know Scott Barrett probably hasn't been a, been playing six, well, starting at six since that All Blacks uh, semi-final loss to, uh, to England way back. But I know it'll be fascinating to see him there. And I think one of the interesting stories too is TJ Pitanara has found himself back in back on the run on what the 23 team after after being left out of the All Blacks pretty much for the whole season. Yeah, it's interesting how it all evolves. Mark Kelly, thanks for your time as always. I love it, Andy. Have a great weekend, mate. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, brought to us by Livestock Supplies. My neighbour's dog accidentally swallowed a whole bag of Scrabble tiles. We took him to the vet to get him checked out. No word yet. 
Enjoy the afternoon. A little bit of blue sky out there and sunshine. Hopefully these thunderstorms don't come to too much. Thanks for your company. My name's Andy Muir. You've been listening to the Muster on Hokanui. Thanks to Peter's Genetics. Enjoy the weekend. Go the ABs. Oh,